I'm Laura Green. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast, the show that brings you the best in sapphic fiction. Join me as I chat with authors, narrators, and friends who share my love for the genre. You will learn things you didn't know about your favorites and get some suggestions for your next read. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe. Welcome to the first episode of 2024. I'm thrilled to have two authors join me today, Neen Cohen and Adrian J. Smith. Welcome and thanks for being my first guest of the year. Thank you, Laura. The first book in your joint Love Tales and Battle Whale series, Deep Sounding Chaos, was released on January 2nd. Adrian, tell me a bit about this book and about the rest of the books in the series. The book is about mermaids. It's about two mermaids from very different cultures and how they kind of figure each other out. It starts out rather dark and there's kidnapping and then like a reverse kidnapping. Zendalia goes to kill Kaylin for revenge's sake and she's not very good at it and she ends up getting kidnapped by Kaylin accidentally. And so it kind of forces them into this situation of one trying to kill the other and the other trying to prevent a killing from happening because she holds all life to be sacred. And so any type of death is a bad thing for her. And she's been exiled due to that. And so she's very sensitive about those types of things. And their their friendship and their relationship just kind of continues to blossom from there, although slowly and start and stop in a lot of different ways um, because of things happening, including a kraken and a really snarky octopus that is their BFF. What was the experience like for each of you? Absolutely loved working with Adrian. I learned so much from her experience and her knowledge, her creativity and her writing. I really enjoyed the collaborative feel of everything, being able to get that sort of immediate feedback and sort of an idea of where we were at with the story. Poor Adrian had to deal with a lot of my, um, here's a chapter that's, 1,500 and then she'd have to like layer the flesh on the bones of it but since then I have developed and grown and I just adored working with her and the collaborative experience has been amazing. We spent a lot of time in the beginning just kind of figuring each other out and our processes out and then how to combine our processes, like the things that I'm not willing to give up, like we have to have an outline versus how flexible I can be in changing the outline when Neen throws random things in there. Um, (laughs) But also just how we are going to go about writing. So I've done several co-written projects before, and each one is different because each author kind of has their own personality when it comes to writing and how they they write. And so it was really fun for me just to, one, get to know Neen a lot better. We've done a lot of Zoom calls. And just kind of to see where she excels in writing and which is not actually really where I excel in writing. And then to combine the two, I think. It made the adventure of writing it really fun to the point where I was like, hey, yeah, we can tag in a couple more books and make this a series because why not? So that was really fun. And it's been really fun just to get to know Neen. I think the hardest part has honestly been the time zone different. But we've kind of made that fun as well, as best as we can. So, What do you both have planned for your next solo release? All right, so my next solo release, I'm hoping. So this is the first foray for me into self-publishing, but I have a book called Coffee Cars and Necromancy coming out that I wrote a very long time ago, but I'm finally pushing myself to 
get each step done with it and it will be coming out in May this year. I think you've had that book written longer than any of my books yet. Like I have been waiting for this book for like a year and a half at this point. And I am like, can we just, can we just make it like out in the world already? <laughs> it's like it's about time. Closer. My next seller releases in March, I think. <laughs> I release a lot of books. Yeah, it's in March. It's called My Boss's Stalker. Spoiler, it's not me. It's a really steamy kind of romantic suspense, like very kind of light on the romance and the mystery, but well, light on the mystery and the suspense, heavy on the romance and the steamy, like it's the steam level is intensified compared to what I normally write. But yeah, it was it was really fun to write. And it started as a flash fiction and then morphed into a short story. And then it morphed into uh, like a full length novel of like 90,000 words. Adrian, you've written a lot of series. Which one, aside from this one, would you recommend to readers who maybe haven't read your work yet? That's a really hard question because all of my series are in like different genres. That's my problem is I never stick to one genre. I like them all. My favorite series that I've written would have to be everything to do with Grace Halling, who starts as a deputy and then moves into being a detective. It's a police procedural. And I just absolutely adore that character, hands down. It's probably not the best series to start with, (laughs) but uh, it's my favorite one that I've written. And I'm I have one more book in the series to write, and I've literally avoided it for two years because I don't want it to end. But in terms of probably best series to start with, I would say it's the one that I released in 2023, uh, which starts with When the Past Finds You, and it's just a romance series. It's got five books in it, follows five different couples who kind of deal with trauma and real life and, and falling in love in the midst of not their greatest days. Did you release all of those last year? I did. Yeah. I released um, nine books last year. Yeah. Which is why when you ask me what my next solo one is, I have to actually sit there and think, oh, I don't, what month are we in? <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. If you could visit each other, Neen, what would you show Adrian in Australia? And Adrian, what would the two of you do in Wyoming? Neen, you go first. It was so hard to think about what to show Adrian because a lot of the things that I would love to go and show people of Australia are things she's really not interested in. Cemeteries, I absolutely adore, but she does spend a lot of time in cemeteries for her day job. And um, I love going walking around nature and hiking and bushwalks around here. And I love showing people that, but that's really not something Adrian would be interested in. So what I decided we'd do would be a pub crawl. Um, instead of going to many pubs in one night, because I am so too old for that crap, I, I reckon we would do a week of a different pub a night. And then we'd have a whole big discussion because that's what we do about which pub was best and that would be our pub that we would go to and catch up on every time that she came to Australia because I mean once you visit here you have to come back it's beautiful there are other places that we could go you know a few hours drive and go see this and go see that but I really love my country and I really love the chilled atmosphere of it all yeah so Neen had to ask me this question because she didn't know (laughs) (laughs) She started naming stuff, and I was like, I wouldn't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? (laughs) She's like, you're hard. And I was like, she mentioned the zoo. She would take me to the zoo, and I'm not a huge fan of zoos. They make me sad. It is sad. They are sad. When I come to visit, I don't want to go to the cemetery, just FYI. Good, I'm so taking You take me to the zoo, and you can take me to the cemetery. It's fine. All right. 
Adrian, I know there isn't much to do in Wyoming, but it's got to be something. I mean, there's a decent chunk to do in Wyoming. Um, I sent my kids down to a bison ranch recently, and they got to go on a train and feed the bison and the buffalo. I imagine Neen would enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> but actually what I was thinking was um, because she's never really experienced like the small town Christmas thing. And we had this conversation when my son was in the Christmas parade and I was like taking video of like all of the cars driving by with all the lights. But it was like 20 degrees outside, if not colder. And we were like freezing our butts off and we had gotten a really big snowfall. And so everything was white. And so you just had all those like twinkling Christmas so lights in town. And I was like, this is what she needs to experience is just that. So we would probably go out at night to do that. But that means she would have yeah. to come over in winter. That's okay. I want to experience white Christmas here is pools. <laughs> you know, it is far too hot. Give me the white Christmas. Give me the- yeah, but she hasn't experienced like the children confined into the house over a white with all of that energy and that sugar. Like that's the part she's not expecting that I think is just going to be absolutely hilarious and amusing <laughs> to me. What was your dream job as a child? And when did you know you wanted to be a writer? Adrian? Well, I'm actually doing both probably my dream job uh, as a child and then also being a writer. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a minister by day. That's what I do. I'm a senior minister at a church, and I preach every Sunday, and that's kind of, I'm not sure I'd call it a dream job as a kid, but I never really settled on a dream job as a kid, but it's definitely what I wanted to do from when I was pretty young and being called to ministry pretty young. And then when it came to writing, it was right around that same age I started writing fan fiction, Lord of the Rings fan fiction. You think I'm verbose now? You should see that first fan fiction because it's at least (laughs) 300,000 words and never finished. And so I, I kind of always wanted to do writing in some format and I get a lot of that with my day job too it's just kind of non-fiction writing versus versus fiction writing uh in terms of actually publishing I never I don't think I ever believed it was a thing that could happen for a really long time until I started doing it and then in terms of actually earning money the same thing like I didn't I didn't think that I could do that my mom used to always joke like keep writing to support your ministry habit and I was like it's actually the opposite mom I kept doing ministry to support my writing habit but that's <laughs> <laughs> Nee what about you As a child I um I was always very macabre I really really wanted to be a medical examiner I wanted to understand more about the human body and why it didn't work why it stopped why it did the things it did. Um, I guess I've always been a little interested in death, but it's not so much the macabre death part. It's the need to understand what's gone wrong, I I think. I did also want to be an archaeologist for a while. Um, None of these things really, really happened, obviously, but I still am very interested in both of these topics. Aside from visiting each other, where would you most like to travel? I have a list of places. It's probably easier to ask where I don't want to travel. (laughs) Um, I definitely want to go to like the UK area and do Ireland, Scotland, England, that whole vicinity. I would love to go to Iceland. But yeah, I just want to get out of the US and travel (laughs) some more, frankly. Really just anywhere. I've also always wanted to go to Australia and New Zealand. So Neen is just an added bonus to that. What about you, Neenie? Like Adrian, I, I pretty much want to visit everywhere. Australia is very isolated, so there's so many places I would love to go see and explore. And just like I love 
the everydayness of my own life. I want to see the everydayness of other people's lives, other cultures, that sort of thing. I find that fascinating. But one place that I really want to see is um, Kutnohura. So I want to see the Bone Church in Sedlak, the Bone Ossuary. That's been something that the minute I found out about it when I was in uni, I think, maybe late high school. So many, many years ago. Too many to count. I've always been intrigued by it and I'd love to see it in person. What did each of you do for New Year's Eve and have you made any resolutions? Neen? I don't really do resolutions as such. I've always had a very contentious relationship with them. When I decide to change something in my life, it's never based on a specific day. It's something that's triggered in me and that's when I'll change um, or grow or explore something else. But I do have goals, quite simple goals. Um, As I get older, I'm making them more base goals of happiness and development in this self-publishing career, just goals that will make sure that I'm bringing more positive to the world than negative. Adrian, what about you? I was in bed by like nine (laughs) o'clock. I was so... (laughs) I was so tired. That is because I'm in ministry. Like that week is like, I'm done with the world and I don't want to see anybody. And I didn't leave my house for an entire week. So yeah, I was in bed by nine o'clock. I think I had a really good drink and that helps me go to bed. So that's, that's pretty much what I did. I ignored the fireworks going on outside. I lead such a fantastically interesting life. (laughs) Um, In terms of resolutions, I'm the same. I don't really make resolutions. I usually make like kind of goals of things to work on. So last year in 2023, I knew it was going to be like a rough year for grief for me. And so my goal the entire year was to work on grief. And I think I relatively accomplished that. Like there's a difference between January to December. And this year, I think I'm working on joy and just kind of finding joy in those little moments wherever I can, just trying to recognize joy more often than I typically do. I'll let you know in December if I've succeeded. (laughs) Thank you both for joining me today. It was great to catch up with you and I wish you all the success for your new book. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having us. Thanks so much for listening and thanks again to Adrian J. Smith and Neen Cohen for joining me today. You can get their newest release, Deep Sounding Chaos, available now on Amazon. To support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash sapphiclaura. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, happy sapphic reading.